Welcome to For Everyone Always, a podcast presented by Damage Society. Poorly hosted every week by Alex and JB, as we discover how hard podcasting can be. Join our alternative community, where there's open arms and ears for all. This is For Everyone Always. Shit, is that just a one-take hit? And we're off. Episode three. So today we will be talking about our favourite top 20 albums. Yes, we will. Yes. So we briefly mentioned about it in the previous episode that we were going to do something like this. Mm-hmm. And now comes the time. So we've compiled these lists. And JB, could you explain to everybody the how we've gone about making these lists and the rules that we've... Yeah, I was a bit of a stickler with the rules, wasn't I? Yeah. Okay. So... <clears throat> um, Rule number one was I wanted to try and keep it to one band per entry. Yeah. Because uh, I think we've both got artists that we love to death. Like, personally, Shikari for me, mm-hmm. I could easily have all of our albums <laughs> up in the, in the in the top 20. But True. I kind of want... I think it's more interesting, exciting, and a more variety of bands. Yeah, yeah exactly. If we do kind of just one of each. Mm-hmm. Most of my albums for me is you can play them all the way through. Yes. And not get bored of them. It had to be a 100% album yep. listen through. Yeah, sorry, that's just reminding me. Yeah, so the last thing was, for most of these artists, I think for both of us, if we were thinking, oh, I just I need a fix of that artist, we yep. would prefer to listen to these specific albums than, say, for example, go on Spotify or... True. Yeah, cool. All right. So, so yeah, official list number 20 is coming in with Falling in Reverse, Coming Home. Nice. Great album. Yeah. That's just the one that I chose. Okay. The great artist. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number 20 is Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, it was the first time that I discovered like rap and stuff like that. Number 19 for me is Boys of Fall, Distance. So it's quite a recent album. My number 19 is Asking Alexandria, Reckless Relentless. Number 18 for me is Issues, Beautiful Oblivion. My number 18 might be a bit low down on the list for some people, but it's uh, MCR, The Black, uh, Black Parade. <sighs> Number 17 for me, Hosier, self-titled album. Panic at the Disco. I know. Uh, I mean... The, God, the, these couple of these the, are low. The emo in me really wants to shout out about Phoebe Can't Sweat Out, but I think musically, lyrically, Death of a Bachelor's up there. Yeah, I just think... Yes. Um, yeah, they really hit okay. the stride with that one. Uh, number 16 is a new band I've discovered called Blood Hype. Yeah. So it's quite a recent newish listen to. Um, the album's called Modern Eyes, and they're... A modern 80s pop sounding band. Okay. And it's just a really good summer, summery vibe hit for when you're like either cleaning the house or mm-hmm. just feeling really happy on your commute to work. It's, yeah, it's a really good feel good album. Okay. That's mm. cool. Might be something good for. It's a very good recommendation new, new for new artists listeners. For people to look, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's Blood Hype. Okay. Uh, Number no, 16. 16. Thank you very much. Keep up. Royal Blood, the self titled album. Ooh, okay. That's just. That's great. Yeah, see, I, that's the one I left off. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just going, kind of transitioning from, like, pop punk and, heavy, like, metal and stuff like that. I just think that's straight up, mm-hmm. straight up hard rock. Um, really nice listen. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, it is, it is. Uh, number 15 for me is The Plot and You, Dispose. Mm-hmm. So, brilliant album. discovered them when, I think, I watched Disposable Fix music video. Mm-hmm. And it just transcended me into this different kind of sub-genre that I didn't know existed. Yeah. And since then, I listened to that album when it came out and 
never look back. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. And then also a noteworthy mention is lead singer Landon Dewar's his separate singular work of his yeah, yeah. his solo songs album, yeah. solo stuff. Yeah, um, a very very good listen as well. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is Neck Deep, Life's Not Out to Get You. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, kind of at the time it came out, it was kind of like a pop punk resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys kind of hit the stride in that album. Yeah. Um, fun fact, first few times I saw them live, I didn't think much of it. I was kind of like, why <laughs> the hell are Neck Deep so popular? And then I actually listened to the recordings and listened to the, the music and I was like, ah, oh, I get it. I get, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, these guys so, know hot, what they're doing. Hot take. Yeah. I don't like Net Deep. Mm, that was a very hot take. So c- come at me, haters. I'm ready for that. <laughs> Number uh, 14 yes. for me is Stand Atlantic, Pink Elephant. Mm. Nice. My next one is Don Broco Automatic. Uh, 13 for me. This is where the Black Parade comes in for me. Okay. MCR. Next for me is Lower Than Atlantis, Safe in Sound. Uh, moving on. Number 12, Hot Action Cop self-titled album go on what's your number 12 uh, number 12 is A Day to Remember Homesick <sighs> bloody hell so yeah I mean A Day to Remember have got to be on this list because they're the they are for me but not that album okay okay yeah yeah fair fair um, yeah I think maybe that was the because that was the album that introduced me to A Day to Remember maybe that's mm-hmm. what's more of a special place in my heart but True. yeah downfall of us all man any time that off, comes yeah. on uh, where are we uh, number 11 number 11 is Avenged Sevenfold. Nice. Self-titled. Just a great album. I just got another band. I discovered them quite late on. Mm-hmm. I knew of them through like playing Guitar Hero, yeah. <laughs> playing Backcountry on repeat on guitar and drums. And yeah, I think as soon as I heard, I went to see them live and then listened to them properly after that. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing live. And I think yeah. it was a little piece of heaven, mm-hmm. which hooked me more because I was like yeah. this plays out like a proper story mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for you know a concept album or songs that tell a story yeah so or even music videos of the bands playing like it you know showing you a story like a little mini movie yeah. which is really cool what's number 11 for you number 11 for me is 21 pilots vessel nice nice yeah. another band that I'm not too sure of yeah <laughs> and another band that's got done other really good albums probably blurry face might even be more popular but for me mm-hmm. that was the one where i discovered them i was like who the hell are these two <laughs> lovable weirdos that are making such cool yeah. music uh-huh. um it's like fusion of hip-hop pop yeah i'm in <laughs> i'm yeah. invested if you like what you hear and want to be part of future discussions check out our instagram at forever on always pod find the post of our latest episode and comment any thoughts opinions and questions you have Remember, this is a safe space for all, and we'll try our best to answer your comments in future episodes. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. So number 10 for me, we've got Amorosa, Mm -hmm. Sting, which is a very recent album, came out this year, and... Is this the one that's the 80s vibes again? Yes, so more 80s vibes, and it's lots of songs about heartbreak, um, deceitfulness... Mm -hmm getting back on track with your life and kind of, you know, being a better, better you. Yeah. Um, but kind of still having the thoughts of, <laughs> I'm not trying to what I'm saying. I'm trying to really sell the album. Um, look, if you know, if you know who they are, that's great. If you don't, yeah. if you go into slam dunk this year, the plane at slam dunk, what's your number 10? Uh, number 10, where are we? Oh, might be a bit of a hot take, 
It's Bringing the Horizon, which isn't a hot take, because I think mean, they're very well If they're in your in. top ten, then that's, <laughs> that's fine. Um, the album, I struggled with choosing one, because for me, any, I mean, I love nearly everything that they've put out since There Is A Hell. But I don't know, there's something about uh, Ammo. Ammo is my this is ten slot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the album where I went to the album signing and met them and got my record signed. Yeah, I just, I think it was, there was a lot, it could have been during lockdown or I remember working from home a lot Mm -hmm. and just, I had that album on repeat. Number nine, Blink-182. Nice. Enema of the State. Okay, nice. So I've got to go with the Tom DeLonge phase. Mm -hmm. For me, it just, it it stands out more because a lot of people, I don't know, quite divided. Mm-hmm. Whether they like him, I think most people are either you're a Tom or a Mark. Which one are you? I'd say Tom. Oh yeah, I've got to be. I've got to be. Yeah, I've got to stick to. See, I'm a I'm a Mark. Nah, see, you got to stick to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's. No? I prefer it. I prefer it when they were. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, it's just more. It's just more groundbreaking songs mm-hmm. that capture, the, you know, the youthfulness of. <laughs> in the early noughties late 90s yeah. so what's um, quite interesting about these lists is for me Blink are definitely up there as one of my all time favourites but album wise like I said earlier I, I only really listened to the greatest hits stuff okay or you up listen until, to like a compilation or this is Blink when yeah up until recently where I've, uh, when California came out and then some of the albums after that mm-hmm. um, but yeah so for me there's there isn't a Blink album on this on this list, despite the fact that they're one of my favourite bands. Uh, so my number nine is Post Malone, Stony. Okay. Yeah. So that's a bit of a different take. Mm. Hot take. Um, <clears throat> Hot take. I don't like yeah. Post Malone. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit divisive. Um, I don't know what it... I heard... What was the song that I heard? Uh, White, White Iverson. Okay. Which is kind of like his first proper single that he put out there. And I was just like, who is this guy? Like... I, he looks like he should be in a metal band, mm-hmm. but yeah, his sing is like singing and rapping, just as good as anyone else doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like really fun. Like lyrically, is some of the stuff that he manages to string together sounds dead cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, again, it was another album. I think because it was one of the genres that I like rapping hip hop. I kind of found it, rediscovered it through that album. Mm-hmm. I kind of just had that on repeat again. Because I was like, well, I want to listen to something like that, so I'll just listen to that album. So number eight for me, the 1975. Yeah. Quite alternative and experimental, I'd say. Because yeah, definitely indie. Yeah, the albums are, you know, they're quite, they differ mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, yeah. Especially like the most recent stuff. Like a lot of their songs can go six or seven minutes long with no lyrics in them. Yeah. And it's kind of just creating that sound and feeling mm-hmm. of you know feeling alone feeling happy i was gonna say sad like you say they're very good at making i don't know if soundscapes is the right word yeah it's the good at creating the atmosphere oh yeah that's yeah yeah i completely forgot about them because a a brief inquiry is one of my ones that i've listened to a lot okay from them yeah that's that'd be your uh notable mention yeah that's my notable mention (laughs) yeah um self-titled sorry the self-titled album yeah for me okay because it was the first album that I listened to, uh, I think uh, Chocolate yeah. was the first song. I think it was for a lot of people. Heard that, and I was just like, this is great. 
mm-hmm. and that was one of those songs I had on repeat. Yeah. Um, when I had my first car, mm-hmm. you know, the AUX oh, cable. Nice. Yeah. Oh god, there were the times. So um, again, another band that's heavily influenced by the eighties. Again, yeah. So you got a bit of a theme coming on. I do here, have yeah. a lot of love for the eighties era. Mm. Um, yeah, but I'd say more. I'd say the first album of them that is not entirely eighties sounding, whereas. Um, I like it when you sleep is more 80s sounding. Okay. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quite indie, quite emo. Cool. My next one for number eight is Green Day American Idiot. Nice. Yeah. So. Again, staple album. Track list wise, I think it's great from start to finish. Pretty much nearly all all of the songs almost blend seamlessly. I was going to say they, they do blend, yeah. And a lot, I'm a sucker for a, a good <laughs> blend or like an interlude that leads you on into the next song. Yeah. But yeah, you can't much say much more than that. It's just yeah. an iconic album. True, true. Number seven, this is where Panic of the Disco, Death of a Bachelor comes in for me. Okay. So it made the top ten. Yeah. This is where my Avenged Sevenfold comes into it. Tell you what, Nightmare was a close second for me. Again, because of the time and place. And I love the fact that it's an album that tributes the Rev. Okay. Um, yeah. Because it's such an iconic drummer. But again, it's the self-titled album. It's It has to be, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've got some songs that are more heavy hitting, then they've got some songs that are a bit more uplifting and um, almost like on the poppier side of like that type of metal. Favorite song? A little piece of heaven. It's kind of got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. Just for the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the first time that I heard a, lo- a lengthy song as well, and was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I get yeah. why it's so long, as opposed to being like, oh, prog rock. Yeah, go away. <laughs> Uh, cool anyway number six number six for me um, a band I'm not sure if you've heard of them Hopes on Hold no I'm pretty sure that I've played them in the office before yeah Uh, but it's their self-titled album they've not had much after that album to be fair yeah this was from maybe 2018 Mm -hmm. I'd say Um, discovered them and it's another one where the songs kind of lead into each other yeah and there's one song that has um, a clip of Shia LaBeouf in hmm. it, um, where he's doing like the, the kind of the Nike advert. Okay. Just do it, <laughs> and then like a breakdown hits. It's nice. great. That's um, cool. Just a really fun album and great sounding. The Canadian as well. Yeah. And they're a really really small band, mm-hmm. but they've got a really good cult following. Yeah. And I don't. Know, it's just. I can't say much more about it. It just makes me feel really happy to listen to him. <laughs> and I've tried to like, because I don't think all their lyrics are available online to listen to. Okay. And I don't think you can actually buy the CD in the UK. Okay. So unless they, I haven't checked in a while, unless they have the lyrics on Spotify available or on Genius, um, I've just been kind of making up my own lyrics to what I think they're <laughs> saying. But I'm pretty sure I, I've can, I can hear what they're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good that's a good recommendation for anyone who hasn't listened to them. Hopes on hold. Mm, nice. Okay. What's your, what's your sixth place? Um, I'm going a bit more into the uh, the mainstream route again. Fallout Boy. Okay. Um, Infinity on High is the album. Well, mainstream and also classic. Well, yeah, but again, it's a tough call because From Under the Cork Tree and Take This to Your Grave are great albums. Definitely. Again, I think Infinity on High was the first album that I listened to from Fallout Boy. And again, I was kind of like, what the hell? So they're like mm. rocky, but the poppy. <laughs> and singer sounds amazing. Yeah. So catchy. Um, but yeah, thanks for the memories and all that jazz. 
If you like what you hear and want to be part of future discussions, check out our Instagram at foreveronalwayspod. Find the post of our latest episode and comment any thoughts, opinions and questions you have. Remember, this is a safe space for all and we'll try our best to answer your comments in future episodes. Thank you and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Number five coming in, a day to remember. Yeah. You're welcome. Nice. So a recent album for them. Yeah. Uh, we saw them live last year, download. Yeah, that was a nice little moment for the two of us. It was. And favourite song would have to be Last Chance to Dance, Bad Friend. Yeah, that's it. That's my number five. Okay. <laughs> What's yeah. your number five? My number five, Mr. Carter. This is where the plot in you comes in for me. My number five album is Happiness and Self-Destruction. Great, great album. Uh, Dispose, again, is an awesome album. But mm-hmm. for this one, uh, it was when I was going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think, let's break down some of my notes that I've got here. It's like a really good breakup album. Um, there's some really heartfelt lyrics. And even better, there's like heart-wrenching vocals as well. Yeah. Uh, like Landon, he really knows how to get that emotion across. Definitely. Um and that's pretty much consistent throughout this whole album. Um, some of the favourite songs... Um, one. Uh, you have to pick one. Okay, so the favourite one, top one, is probably Better Vibes. Cool. Number four, for me, Ice Nine Kills. Welcome mm. to Horrorwood. No, it's just got to be, on it? The Silver Scream 2. What's that? Is that a Hey Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so I really couldn't decide of which my top favourite was. So it either had to be Hip to be Scared... Mm-hmm. which is based off American Psycho or yeah. Ex Mortis, which is based off Evil Dead. Okay. Uh, it's a great tribute to horror films. Yeah. Favourite genre. Favourite genre for me as well. And I think they do a great job of capturing every detail that is portrayed in horror films into a three and a half minute song. Mm-hmm. And... I must admit, I'm not, like, I'm not a massive horror fan but i do enjoy listening to them when you put them on cool yeah and you know the songs can go from really really disgustingly heavy yeah with throaty vocals mm-hmm. to quite cheery yeah. and um light lighter vocals at the same time within the same song almost yeah and so they're really fun especially if you like the film that they're singing about i think it has more of an impact on you as well yeah. And then also the music videos, they try and make them like an O'Day to the actual films. Yeah. So it's their little take on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really, nice. good, really good album. Okay. Number so that four? Was your number four. That was my number four. Number four. My, so my number four, a bit of a curveball, but going back into British artists, for me it's We Are The Ocean and the album is Ark. So okay. It was the last, it was the last album that they, they wrote together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty much just like a straight up, I don't know, Brit rock type album. It's like a really refreshing heavy rock riffs throughout the whole album. Um, probably favourite song is Good For You. Um, uh, and Do It Together is also a really good song. Um, the whole album, they recorded kind of like live as a band and then edited it afterwards. So the 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 recording is of them performing together as opposed to each of them laying down oh, the track. Oh, individually. And okay. I think that's, that comes across strange. massively. It right. comes across really good, I think. I'll have to listen to it's that. Like a, again, like an unfiltered thing. Um, and then towards the end of the album, you've kind of got like 
more heartfelt songs like I Hope You're Well and Remember to Remember Them, which are songs that are like to the to people that have passed away. Uh, okay. And for me personally, who's lost a lot of people in my life, like listening to those songs, I felt like it hit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's just a, a great album that I can easily listen to. So that's my number four. My number three. Yeah. Oh, top three, Jesus Christ. This is so difficult to narrow down. <laughs> Especially when you're choosing like an album from one of your favorite artists. Yeah. So my number three is Fame on Fire, Levels. Okay. So it's their first proper album. And... I think I discovered them maybe like a couple of years or so after they put out because they're they were notoriously known for a cover band. Yeah. So they did a lot of covers. Oh, and you know yes, I'm a yes, sucker yes, for a cover. These guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like covers mm-hmm. of songs, especially when they're not needed. Yeah. And <laughs> I would say they do a lot of songs covers that aren't necessarily needed, but it's just more of like a tribute to yeah. their favorite bands that they grew up with as well. So yeah, levels comes in with like heartbreak a lot of these are about heartbreak mm-hmm. um struggling with mental health issues and you know being on the kind of the back burner of society a little bit mm-hmm. i think but for, i think the people that are in our community though they're the recurring themes constantly yeah true and you know each band has a different way of exploring that genre mm-hmm. a bit deeper or just a bit differently of trying to get across what it means to be in that position themselves yeah. Um, whether that's lyrically or musically. Okay. And I really feel like Fame on Fire do a great job of capturing that that youthfulness again of, um, you know, kind of taking your insecurities with you into your adulthood mm-hmm. um, and not fully, maybe not fully accepting yourself, but trying to put a barrier in front of yourself from yeah. the world. Um, but that this is your only out output to yeah. society of how you feel. Okay. Um, but I'd say off the off the levels album, my favourite song is "I'm Fine." Uh, so my number three, yes, is the Smiths. The Queen is dead. Oh, shit, I was not thinking you were going to say the Smiths. Really? Yeah, that's really out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I initially found the Smiths through those like the greatest hits albums because they're obviously a old classic band at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that album in particular has got some great, like, lyrical, like, poetry-type lyrics, which, again, liking Smiths is a bit controversial, because not everyone likes Morrissey, because reasons. Because um, <laughs> reasons. But there's a, lot of, there's a lot of, like, lyrics that kind of are about life, that help put life into perspective. I mean, for me, like, one of my favourite songs is I Know It's Over, which is kind of like an anthem to being shy so like my favorite one of my favorite lyrics of all time is um it's so easy to laugh and it's so easy to hate but it takes guts to be gentle and kind Mm. and i love that because like in a society and in life where everyone's taking the piss out of each other all the time it's it takes a strong person to be kind Mm -hmm. i think and i think that's easily overlooked in this day and age um then you've got songs like uh Big Mouth Strikes Again and Cemetery Gates that's kind of like um, indie like indie pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously There Is A Light That Never Goes Out is a classic song. Okay, so my number two. Yes. Not to be confused with the Hollywood actor, Bill Murray, mm-hmm. spelled B-I-L-M-U-R-I, mm-hmm. with their latest album 
Goblin Hours. Okay. And it features the lead singer from Attack Attack. Do you remember them? Throwback, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Big throwback. And I'd say my favorite song off there is Anabolic Spudsman, because <laughs> they like to give all their names of the tracks very, I don't know, weird, just weird names. Just for the sake of it, isn't it? Just for the, the sake time. of it, half the time. Yeah. Um, not, not that they actually collate with what the song's actually about. Mm-hmm. Even better. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like that band is a very good blend of a few genres from mm-hmm. heavy metal yep. to rock to pop and then you've got a bit of like synth wave in there yeah. and a bit of jazz bit of jazz yeah yeah so yeah we often listen to bill murray in the office don't we we do that's a, a, a regular occurrence yeah. and highly recommended if anyone hasn't listened to them before they're yeah. very good spice up your life a bit thank you alex my second favorite album is good charlotte the young and the hopeless Classic album. And if we've cut all the other crap before, that took about three or four times for me to say <laughs> that correctly. Um, good shot. This was the album that got me into music, kind of full stop, really. Mm-hmm. From the start to finish, it's like a really good pop punk slash punk rock album. Yeah. Um, you've got everything in there from like songs about hard times, songs about getting through stuff, uh, songs about being angsty, mm-hmm. just get through life kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of a vibe, but yeah, that uh, that's my number two spot. Nice, right? The grand finale. Yes, here number we go. one top spot for me is a band called Outline in Color with yeah. their album Struggle. Mm-hmm. So they were quite experimental with their latest album, mm-hmm. but this is the album for me before the lead singer um, left the band, and it plays out again like a story as they're going along with it. And mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of music videos for their songs. Yeah. So I like to imagine, you know, myself in different scenarios, um, as per each song, you know, whatever it l- relates to and how I envision it would be. Yeah. And yeah, it's helped me get through quite a few things to know that other people are, you know, in the same spot that I was in, should yeah. you say. But then now it's really big Im- impact on me. Mm-hmm. And I'd say my favorite track on the album is From the Bottom of My Black Heart. Yeah. And it literally reads like a poem. Mm-hmm. If you if you read the lyrics, it's just beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So what's your number one? My number one, uh, which is going to come as no surprise to people that know me, is Enter Shikari. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the album of choice is A Flash Flood of Colour, which I okay. managed to say right the first time around. <laughs> um, for me... I uh, kind of what ticked the boxes for you with Bill Murray mm-hmm. is for me this album like it blends so many different things. I remember when I first got into Shikari, it was the album before this one, so okay, uh, Common Dreads. Uh, so this album was like really anticipated for me. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what the next music is, and uh, yeah, they just knocked it out of the park. They were dead political and and angsty on this record. Um, you like that word. Favouring that one, aren't you? I am favouring that. They're quite angsty, I have to tell you. Just like how the... So right from like the start of the record, like how it all starts off like spoken poetry and rap, and then it like crescendos into dubstep and metal, and then mm. you've got... I love a good crescendo. Mm. And then there's other themes of like this drum and bass and like post-hardcore kind of elements in there as well. Mm-hmm. So each song kind of offers a different thing. There's kind of like an acid trip of an a album. A bit sometimes, yeah. Mm. Nice. And that's that's all I've got to say about that. Hmm. 
Very good. Well, I hope everybody listening enjoyed what we had to say about our albums. Um, yeah. Please, when this episode airs, and if you want to comment on the post on Instagram at yes. For Everyone Always Pod, please do. If you know if you agree, disagree with us, um, yeah. or please post some of your favorite albums or some recommendations. Yeah, we're intrigued to hear if there's any any feedback that you want to give us. Yeah, it'd be good to see if there's any crossovers from your guys listening that their your lists that you've got. Yeah, that'd um, be awesome. And as well, like a lot of the bands that we've spoken about today, we also sell uh, on the sell website. Sell a lot as of well. their merch, yeah, on the website, yeah, um, and in stores. Yeah, so also, you know, check out some of the artists that we've seen online as well. I think that's it. Signing out for this one. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you very much. See you later. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please share with your friends and family to help grow our community. Tune in next week for more ramblings and mediocrity from your two moronic hosts. Uh, My number two is Good Charlotte. Uh, the album is Lifestyle and the Rich and the Famous. Do you no, it's not. Do I try again? Hell? What the hell am I doing? <laughs> That's some great B-roll. What in the shit? It's because we've recorded this about three fucking times now and I'm sick of it. <laughs> Don't even like music anymore. <laughs>